Thanks for listening to Takeout Therapy. I'm Rebecca Hunter, a therapist who knows therapy is expensive and believes that mental health education should be free. Stick with me for the next few minutes and you'll learn something that will help you think about things differently or manage things better for yourself. This podcast is authentic, unedited, and without a bunch of ads, always. All I ask is that you pass it along. Please, please forward an episode to a friend. And if you like my style and you're ready to do some work, check out my website where I have a free class to help you assess and address your stress. How about that? RebeccaHunterMSW.com. Let's get to work. Hello, my friend. Thank you so much for stopping in today. Lucky for you, one of my clients wasn't able to attend their session today. So here I am with a few moments on my hands, and I was just kind of thinking over the past year, and I thought it would be fun to just do a little year in review with you here on the podcast as I kind of noodle about my, um, oh gosh, I guess we could say five lessons I learned this year. (laughs) I'm just kind of noodling on my year. Have you been noodling on your year lately? A lot of times when this time of year hits, we start thinking like, well, what was it that I wanted to get done this year? Or what did I want to work on? Or what did I want to accomplish? And I think it's easy to get disappointed in ourselves or say like, oh, I wanted to read all those books or I wanted to, you know, learn to play my guitar or all that shit we always say we're going to learn to do. And then we don't because life, right? And I think we can be really hard on ourselves right there. And what I've learned this year is that doesn't really pay in dividends at all. (laughs) It just pays off in a lack of peace. And so instead of look back at the past year and think to yourself, oh, how come you didn't, you know, find that perfect man or get that, land that perfect job like you said you were going to do or, you know, work on your sewing. I don't know. I have things I'm working on. Sewing might be part of them, (laughs) you know, just because maybe we, the setup was there. The intention was set just because all the things didn't get checked off. Doesn't mean you didn't learn a thing or two. So let me talk to you about five things I learned this year, and then maybe you'll have an idea about how to kind of go through your own inventory and figure out like, well, what did you learn this year? And maybe the things that you learned weren't about things that you did right? Because productivity isn't everything. I used to think productivity was everything. Now I think it's actually not really that healthy. And so I've had to let go of that. One of my lessons for this year, I'll just start with this one, is letting go is really hard, but holding on too tightly to things is even harder. (laughs) So that's lesson number one. Letting go is so hard. So I am, I can be, have a tendency to be, have been trained to be a very, um, not controlling, but particular person 
it used to be controlling and I used to do some like kind of, um, backdoor controlling, <laughs> like, you know, things like asking one of the kids if they wanted to bring a coat, for example. And then when they said, no, I don't need a coat, like hiding one in their backpack. So they would have one anyway, instead of allowing them to just learn, like, I don't need, I need to bring a coat when it's cold. <laughs> right. And I had to let go of a lot of that stuff that I was doing when my kids were growing up. I had to let go in the past year of more of that stuff. As my kids have moved on in their lives, they don't live in my house anymore. And I really want to help them with all this stuff. And I want to tell them that they really do need my help, but they don't. And so I don't. And so letting go is part of that process. Holding on too tightly is much harder. <laughs> and what I mean by this is it's like sometimes we're trying to get out of the discomfort of what the thing we need to do will cause us. But what we're already doing is causing us a ton of discomfort anyway. Do you know what I mean by that? <laughs> because holding on so tightly. For me, it's like I hold on to patterns. I hold on to ideas about how things should be. I hold on to my expectations a little bit too tightly, right? And that's really hard too. And I'm finding that that's even harder and causes me more stress and lack of peace than just letting go, than just saying like, okay, this relationship isn't really working out like I had hoped it would. And I know I'm holding on too tightly about how I want it to be. And it's okay to just let go sometimes, right? Or okay, like I'm really, I have uh, one of the things that, as you know, has happened to me this year is I lost my dog. Right. And I was just like holding on to this idea that like it was going to be a certain way and that she was going to go in a certain way and that I was going to feel a certain way. And actually I tried to do some pre-grieving because I thought, well, if I do that, then it won't hurt later. But here's the bad news is that if I were to have just let go I wouldn't have had to like kind of pre-think all of that so much. I would have just ridden through that situation as it happened and as it was, and it would have been kind of the same, but I just wouldn't have caused so much suffering on the front end with all my thinking and planning <laughs> and, and trying to reduce my vulnerabilities, right? So yeah, those are some examples of how I think letting go is really hard, but it's worth it because not letting go and holding on too tightly to people or our expectations or whatever, whatever, it, it makes life a lot harder. Okay. So my second lesson is that vulnerability is kind of crucial <laughs> and I don't like it. <laughs> and 
And so you might be like, uh, Rebecca, you're a therapist. You should know this stuff, but, but, but vulnerability, I try to get out of it at every turn. I try to just be like with my friends or with my family, you know, I just try to be like ever so casual. And what I'll say is that doesn't lead me to connection. But when I just say what I think and feel, that leads me to connection every time. And even if that means me being vulnerable and saying what I think and feel lands poorly with somebody else, it still leads me to connection. It leads me to connection with myself of honoring my stuff, my thoughts, my feelings. Putting myself out there in a really authentic way is really difficult sometimes. And I practice it every single day. And so one of my lessons is that it's completely unavoidable vulnerability. It has to be part of the plan. Yeah. Okay. So number three is words work wonders. (laughs) Again, this might seem kind of stupid, simple that I learned this lesson this year. But it's something like I tell my clients all the time, there's words that go there. And it's like, we have to, I have to, in my own life, remember that not saying words means I'm doing 20 other things to try to get my point across. And if I can just be vulnerable, and just say, well, this is what I think, or this is what I want to do, or this is what I need, or this is what I can't do. I have to say no to this. And this is why, oh my gosh, it's way easier than all the shenanigans that we go through in order to avoid saying words. So, whew, good lesson. I'm going to, I mean, I guess I would say I'm a pretty direct person but I do not like to be vulnerable with people that I'm really close to. I'll do it in my office all day long and I'll, you know, be with people in their stuff. There's a key there. My clients come to me and the relationship is totally about them. There isn't like a ton of vulnerability there for me. I just do my job which I know how to do. I'm a good question asker. I can be really, really present with people. I can hold space for a lot of things. I know a lot about humans and their experience and neuroscience and all that crap. But in my own life, (laughs) saying words means being vulnerable. So these things go together for me. And the lesson is, yes, girl, do more of that. Okay, so my number four lesson is that for me this year, one of the biggest things that I learned is that judgment for me is just low level functioning. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. I learned a lot about how every single person, including myself, 
has a little character in their life and it's this judge and it judges me and it judges circumstances beyond my control, even situations, how things look, how things feel and other people. Right. And so we all have this part of ourselves. And what I've learned is that I can spot this judge pretty quickly. Now I don't get wrapped up with a bunch of judgment. I don't spend a lot of time in judgment because I know that when I see that pop up, I am not in my highest self is what I call like my, um, we call it our, our deepest self, our soul, our, um, spirit. Some people, it's just this intangible deepest part of ourselves where we really live, right? It's, it's deeper than like all the thinking and about all the dialoguing and this crazy world we live in. It's like our, our essence. So I know that when I am in a judgmental place about myself or anything else, that I'm not in my essence. I'm not in my highest self. I'm not my best self. And quickly I can figure out how to get back there. And so that has been really impactful for me. And one of the things that I've done is I've, I've just like spotted it and moved, spotted it and moved instead of I spot the judgment and then I'm like, why are you being so judgmental? Well, what's something else you could do? I'm just like, no, I'm not doing that. I need to come back into my higher self where I'm empathic and I'm compassionate with myself, with situations, with my, with my own stuff and with others, because that's the other thing is like judgment is like, I mean, it is like such a clear path from my judgment of others to my judgment of myself and yours too, my friend. Judgment is just our junk. It's low level. So to reach your highest self, you have to be able to spot judgment and flick it away like a gnat. <laughs> Good luck with that. It's only taken me 50 years. Um, okay. Lesson number five, and then I'll, um, cap off today's episode. Lesson number five from this year has led me to a lot of peace. And I want to pass that peace on to you. Self understanding leads to peace. That is probably my biggest lesson from this year. And some, something that I've seen in my work and in my social life and in my private life, self-understanding leads us to peace. What does that even mean? It means like, there's a reason you're here listening to me and it's because you want to be your best self. And I want to be my best self too. And the more that I have made time to really understand the deeper parts of my experiences, the more peace that I've had. And I think it's really just like teaching myself self-empathy, like 
it's not enough just to do something and then not think of it again or to defend my right to have done that or said that or acted that way, you know? But like to go back and to say, was I acting in my highest self? Was that something that I needed to say? Was that a text that I needed to send? And to be able to just like practice some understanding of how I got there, understanding, no judgment, just understanding, right? And just say like, yeah, I can see how that might've happened and it's okay. And what do you need to do to clear it up? That's where you get to peace, right? So it's like, I don't know, that feels like such a profound lesson for me this year of like, there's more to this self relationship, I think, than any of us really understand. We're stuck with ourselves, friend. (laughs) We really are. And can we be in a good relationship with ourselves? That's the question. That's what I'm going for. I'm going for peace. And I know now that the more I can hold space to understand myself, the more peace that I have, the more empathy I have, the more compassion I have, the more creativity, the more um, joy, the more gratitude. Yeah. So I hope you enjoyed hearing my lessons from 2022. Letting go is hard. Holding on too tightly is even harder. And then there was vulnerability is crucial, even if we don't like it. And words work wonders. And then of course, judgment is low level and self-understanding leads to peace. That is what I wish for you this year, my friend, a little bit of extra peace. Hey, if you like this episode, we have forwarded it on to a friend. It means a lot to me. I got my little um, Spotify wrap up, whatever thing. And it was really fun because my listeners, you guys are so awesome at sharing the podcast. And what that means to me as the person who sits here and creates this podcast is that it, it helps you and that you're passing that help on to your buddies. Oh, I hug you across the airwaves for that. That's the whole point. Can we just keep forwarding this information along? Maybe not today's. Like maybe you know somebody who grew up with an alcoholic. There's an episode for that. Maybe you know someone who needs to work on their communication. There's an episode for that. (laughs) Boundaries, relationships, intimacy, judgment, There are episodes on all of that. So scroll back through my friend and send your Christmas gifts right away. (laughs) Okay. I'll see you again soon. Thanks for showing up. Thank you so much for listening today. I love making this podcast and here's what I ask in return. We just forward an episode that you really like on to two or three people. You guys, listen, if we all do this, we might actually get a little bit closer to living in a fully functioning society. (laughs) 
<laughs> go to my website at rebeccahuntermsw.com to see some of my other projects, including online self-help classes where I use therapy and coaching techniques to help people with things like overthinking and anxiety, stress, overwhelm, burnout. Yeah super helpful. I have a lot of free resources on my website. And something else that I really like to do is I like to work with companies interested in promoting positive mental health for their employees. I love talking to groups of people. I do it for companies. I do it at retreats. I will literally talk to anybody anytime. So get in touch. And of course, I have my online and in-person private practice. I love my work. Thanks for coming along for the ride. Please tip your waitress on the way out the door.